0: Before we, before we begin, Kaylee, I need to address the not Ernie Hudson elephant in the room.
1: It's an elephant. It's pink and polka dotted <laughs> and
0: enormous. So Gus's parents come back in this episode. Super exciting. And the very first thing we see is not Ernie Hudson as Gus's dad. In fact, this time we get Keith David, who I'm pretty sure reprises his role as Gus's dad later on in the series.
1: I want to say he does. Yeah. So we no longer have a Ghostbuster. We have Dr. Facilier himself <laughs> from The Princess and the Frog. <laughs> and that's all I can see when I see Keith yeah, David. <laughs> so. That voice.
0: Uh, we also have, obviously, Mom come with Dad. And that, again, is... Um, Felicia the, Rashad. The beautiful Felicia Rashad. Thank you. I always mess up her name. And then um, we meet another family member of Gus's. Um, whose name is Fawn Chambers Watkins,
1: who is playing Joy Guster? She okay. So she looks really familiar. She's been in a lot of stuff. She was in, she was in White Chicks, as Damon Wayans, <gasps> significant other. Yeah, yeah. She was also in Epic Movie, The Extraordinary Life of Benjamin Button, or whatever the heck the the case okay. of Benjamin, whatever the Curious yeah. Case or whatever, whatever that movie is. She was in that. <laughs> Um, they reference that she usually works on the holidays, which is why it's so special for her to be in town. So we get to meet Joy, along with revisiting um Gus's parents, which is fun.
0: I gotta give a shout out to my mom right here. Um, so Fawn Chambers Watkins. Okay, three names. She goes by three names. When I was in like. Either late high school, or early college. My mom and I, we went and saw Hairspray in Pittsburgh. Um, okay. And it was very good. It was very exciting. Oh, and so
1: I know we, where this is going.
0: We immediately like look at the cast list because that's how we roll. And my mother points at like two people on the cast list. And she goes, you see that? Three names. That means they're going to be good and i just laughed at her but
1: they were fantastic so they stole the show every time they opened their mouths right
0: yeah but so so three names means uh, according to my mama that you're gonna be good so and um joy doesn't let down in this episode (laughs) it's really fun
1: i can't wait to get into it
0: speaking of joy shall we start the episode it's showtime This is
1: To The the Blueberry! blueberry.
0: I am Alexis, and I'm a real-life guest. I'm Kaylee, and I'm a real-life Sean. And this is a Psych Rewatch podcast that Kaylee and I decided to start hosting because we needed a reason to talk together every week.
1: Yeah, and we get to hang out now and talk about our favorite show, and it's been bomb so far, so we're going to keep it going. (laughs) <laughs>
0: yeah. So why I uh, ended the end of the opening with speaking of joy is because this is season three, episode nine. Christmas, Christmas joy.
1: joy. Woo. Yeah. When I saw that right above the synopsis, I was like, wow, it's all yeah. about her. <laughs> yeah, it really, it's really good. And we start, as we so often do, with a flashback to 1987. My favorite part
0: about fla- that flashback is that we start like on the Christmas tree in Henry's house and they have
1: a starfish on top of their tree. I did not see that either time I watched this. Oh I'm my gosh, it's so, so cute. sad. Ugh. Well, it's Christmas morning, Alexis, and little baby Sean is a- creeping down the stairs all excited. And um,
0: Henry is going to test him because, you know, that's what Henry does.
1: Yeah, it looks like Henry is sort of caught in the act of something. And so he plays it off by like, whoa, 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 buddy, slow down here. You have a job to do first.
0: He wants to know what went down here last night. Yeah, recreate it. Yeah, Sean does his little baby psychic thing. And he's like, okay. Santa came in, he sat down, he ate his milk and cookies. He put the presents under the tree and then something spooked him and he
1: ran out. Yeah, it it pans over to the window, so he ran out the window. And Henry says, yeah, it's a real pity because he didn't get to finish putting together your new bike. Maybe you woke up too early and uh, caught him off guard or something.
0: (laughs) I love it. I have a question, though. Okay. Where is Mrs. Spencer?
1: Well, clearly they couldn't get the actress, so (laughs) she's not even mentioned I
0: feel like if it's Christmas morning and we're putting together the kid's bike, that's something we do together. Yeah, or the, I have or no the idea. very least, like she's in the she's in the kitchen making coffee or something. But like, straight up, no. It's just like Henry and Sean.
1: They're flirting in the living room, exchanging their own gifts before yeah. the kid gets up. I don't yeah. know. Okay. I'm, I'm not. I'm not a parent. So,
0: <laughs> and scene. No, that I feel that way too. Um, okay, so back to present day and um sean is like office this is very important we have to match the gifts to the individual yeah gus is mad
1: because sean is has taken too long where were you but um sean has a box i i I wrote down that he had a box of like decorations because it's like covered in tinsel kind of yeah
0: but, but he then he's unloading
1: yeah. not decorations out of
0: it. He pulls out his his uh, picture from dislodge. Lodge portrait. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the second thing he pulls out is, in fact, a, <laughs> a pineapple with a nice, beautiful bow
1: on it. Yeah. He's like, you can't cut corners, Gus. You must customize to the individual.
0: <laughs> Which and- he does by putting Santa hats on Halloween
1: decorations. Yeah, they creepily shudder their jaws and their pumpkins, and it's terrible. Um, Gus says Joyce flight's coming in; she's home for the holidays. It's a big deal because she's usually working. She travels all over the world, apparently. And Sean says that's exactly why he never went to law school. <laughs> I'm sure that's why. Gus thinks it's you know the school part. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Enter a creepy little girl. Okay, I had to talk about this creepy little girl.
1: She is creepy. I wrote, um, small child. So,
0: I'm sure you never watched it, but in, like, the early 2000s, mid to late 2000s, I don't know, sometime in there. Wait. No. In the the late 2000s, early 2010s, okay? So, there was this show on Lifetime called Blood Ties. And this little girl played the villain in one of those episodes where she was a telepath who only used her powers for evil.
1: I never saw that.
0: Every time I see her, she's a creepy little girl.
1: I mean, she's not not creepy in this episode, (laughs) just objectively. Because she's, like, putting on a fake lisp. Like, it's that, like, Cindy Brady type of thing. Are you Mr. Psych? I'm Mr. Sean. And this is Scrooge Jones. (laughs) Who are you? She
0: is there because she needs them to help get Santa out of jail. She doesn't have a lot of money to pay them, only $1.38.
1: What else do you have? (laughs) Um, Her name is Brittany, by the way. I call her Britt, like, the Uh, whole time.
0: I don't catch her name until a lot longer, and so I'll stick with Britt. I like that. Apparently, the story is Santa was arrested, and she needs to make sure that he gets out by Christmas Eve so he can deliver the toys.
1: Yeah, the police dragged him away from Santa's village in Solvang. Gus said, this is a police matter. And Sean says, we never interfere in police work. (laughs) And then she's like, I understand. And instantly the water works.
0: It's terrible, terrible fake crying.
1: Sean goes, "What, what does one do when a child cries
0: at you? Um, I don't know what Sean does, but Gus also cries and then caves.
1: Yeah, no. He literally says, you cave. <laughs> <laughs> so then we're apparently on the case, but we end up at the Guster's house. Of course. We got to mean Joy. Uh, enter
0: dad, mom, and Joy. Again, not Ernie Hudson.
1: Frowny face. Not but it's Ernie okay. Hudson. Last Joy year, where was she? S- She's a lawyer. Sorry, oh, that's what I wrote.
0: <laughs> Joy is super excited to hear about all about psych and how they work.
1: Yeah, and she says, but since when are you psychic? Like when did that happen? The boys look at each other.
0: High, High school. school. <laughs> you just looked at each other. Look at each other again? No. no. You just did it again. <laughs> she just straight up lawyers them. Um like Asking all these questions, pointing out all of the problems in their stories.
1: And they say, this is not a trial. We're not on trial here. She says, why are you both striking defensive poses?
0: (laughs) And then there's a lot of them talking over one another. (laughs) Something, something, Christmas, something, something. Yeah, it's a lot.
1: But um, Gus's dad, Keith David, says... (laughs) He has to go. He's got to go to Raytheon to work. He's covering the night shift.
0: Exit daddy-o. Exit mommy-o. And Gus said, here, I'll carry your bags upstairs for you. Uh, and then he can't lift him up.
1: She's like, you can just get it later. But he goes upstairs with like her carry-on. And then they watch him go all the way upstairs, all the way out of sight. And then Joy and Sean pounce on each other's faces. Backing christmas music
0: macking so much macking
1: and then credits christmas
0: Christmas credits credits. (laughs) (laughs) i love the christmas credits i always have these are epic christmas credits yeah when we cut back from the credits there's more macking
1: but they're on the couch now
0: they stop we don't we can't do this again because apparently
1: it happened once before Oh, it's a one-time fling ten years ago, and it's like their secret hookup, and they have to hide it from Gus. And um, Joy's not really having it. She's just like, it's clear she wants to get back to macking.
0: <laughs> My notes say Joy wants it, and I can't,
1: <laughs> I can't blame her.
0: Like I'm gonna be real. Well,
1: <laughs> well, Sean says we have to fight it, and Joy says, "Speak for yourself."
0: Gus comes down. They kind of, oh, oh, hey. And he Gus... s- happily stomps his way
1: down conveniently <laughs> so they hear him coming.
0: He said, since you're so interested in psych, you should spend as much time with me and Sean as possible.
1: Sean looks less than thrilled.
0: But Joy looks very thrilled.
1: <laughs> so we go to the SPPD. And Gus says, this is where the magic happens.
0: They have some banter that ends with them realizing that Gus repeats himself when he's trying to seem impressive.
1: Um, did you catch when Joy tries to hold Sean's hand? No. Yeah, she fully, like, tries to slip her hand into his, and he, like, extricates her fingers while she's talking to Gus. Oh my gosh, I need to go back and rewatch that. Yeah, yeah. So, hmm She's trying to be all touchy-touchy on the low. But, um... Sean Touches himself about something he said. And then Gus tells him he can't do that. And he goes, ah, you're bad. And Gus is even madder about that. And then he says, you're not mad at it, though. You know what you're saying? (laughs) It's like a whole bit. I love it.
0: Here comes Chief Vic. And she's like, hey, I didn't hire you. Why are you here?
1: Like, oh, we're just showing around Gus's sister. She's like, you brought a guest? You
0: are our guests, so you can't have your own guests.
1: And they're like, she just wanted to see what we do here. And she's like, cool. This is as far as she goes. You're barred from, like, the rest of the precinct. Thanks.
0: There is a, there is a moment in there where Chief Vic gets this sick burn that's something like, oh, how long have you known them? And uh, Joy said, oh, well, I've known Sean since high school. And Chief Vic goes, oh, well, then you pretty much know how it works.
1: Oh no! She literally says, "Have you ever seen a movie about high school? <gasps> then you already know what they do." Oh, Chief Vic, burn! Oh, yeah! And I don't think Joy really knows how to take that. <laughs> like, she's like, "Is that a real insult or is this just <laughs> nagging?" Like, <laughs> maybe a little bit of both. So the boys are like, "Wait here a beat. We just need to check in about something." So they walk over to Jules.
0: She's passing out these files, and they kind of just, you know, ask her about their Santa.
1: And she's like, yeah, sorry, it's been so hectic here. Um, That must have been the guy brought in from the fight at the village. Uh, We sent down a paddy wagon. There was a fight. And... Everyone's in holding until we figure out who assaulted the guy who ended up in the hospital.
0: They get down to the holding cell and immediately there is a dude that looks like Santa.
1: But he's not him, so we have to wait for him to move before we see this really sad-looking hangdog guy just sort of slumming it in the corner.
0: I called him a maybe maybe drunk guy real Santa. I know he wasn't drunk, but that was kind of the vibe I was getting.
1: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) He's really Santa. Um... But Sean immediately sees that the guy who was the Santa from the fight has bruising on his forearms, like nothing wrong with his knuckles or his hands. It's, it's clear he was being defensive in the altercation.
0: But there's another guy in the holding cell who has this bracelet on that has
1: like Hebrew script on it. And we find out in just a moment that it says he's a master of Krav Maga.
0: Gus is like, since when do you read Hebrew?
1: Um, I worked at that Hasidic deli for a whole summer. Oh, shlomo.
0: (laughs) They tell Juliet, uh, that Sean can see hands fast as lightning. It's more than a little bit frightening. He says upsetting. So, the, the captions said upsetting, but I still heard frightening.
1: I heard upsetting. I even rewound it. I heard upsetting. He says... That's a little bit frightening in the next scene. It's super weird. He says upsetting right here.
0: It's fascinating how brains work because my brain knew that line was a little bit frightening. And so it filled it in as such.
1: Well, Gus instantly goes, kung fu fighting. So there was a rhyme happening. But Hmm. yeah, no, I definitely saw and heard upsetting. And I'll tell you when we get, get to it.
0: Okay. Um, so the dude admits,
1: yes, he was the one
0: who knocked the guy unconscious, but only because he was defending Santa.
1: I, I just wrote Yay Confess and it Juliet says, Wow, this is such a gift. You saved us hours of processing. The boys fist bump and then they do the peanuts dance. Yeah. <laughs> and um there's a fella in the holding cell who looks embarrassed for them. <laughs> And (laughs) they even, yeah, they even had their little fist bump moment. So we already got one of those. It's not our last one of this episode. Nope. And then when they go back upstairs, Lassie is chatting up Joy on the bench.
0: What's your deal with people's sisters? First Vic, now mine? And aren't you still
1: married? Whoa, 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 Guster, stand down. Sheesh, we were just having a conversation.
0: Joy's all like, listen... I may be your sister, but I do what I want.
1: Sean pointedly says, Hey, Lassiter, isn't a Dobson calling for you from over there? So we get a Dobson reference.
0: I love it. Lassie walks away and Gus is like, Listen, you can date whoever you want as long as they're not my friend.
1: Well, in the next scene, we're walking out of the precinct and Sean is getting off the phone with someone called Garth. And he's like, you try saying that when it's looking up with you, meowing pitifully, all, you know, wet and shivering and wanting food. Okay,
0: so this entire scene, do you think that it was all ad-libbed? Like, I know they had to get Sean out of his apartment, but, like, who comes up with I, I uh, rescued a stray cat who brought home fleas? I don't know. Maybe it wasn't completely ad-libbed because... It wasn't
1: completely because... Then Sean's like, yeah, maybe I got some fleas in my apartment, but they can't reasonably blame me for the entire building. And then we get this really creepy in unison. Are you ready? (laughs) Oh, I don't have this. Do it. Oh. One adult female lays thousands of eggs. And that's when Sean says, okay, that's a little bit frightening. (sighs) He's like, I gotta find a place to crash. My dad's got his lodge buddies in town. Joy's all, oh,
0: Come stay with us.
1: And he's like, no, Joy. And then Gus is like, don't be ridiculous. Just come stay.
0: They're all set. As they're walking out, they see Brit again. And she is straight up yelling at her dad, who happens to be the Santa.
1: I saved your butt this time, daddy.
0: Now I only have three days left. And oh, then yeah. I, don't, I don't know which of the boys said it, but one of them
1: goes, She's a little con artist. It was Gus, and then Sean sense. says, "Yeah, and I bet she had more than a dollar thirty-eight on her too." <laughs> so
0: Juliet goes and looks this guy up. His name is Carl Wilcox, and he is a known con man. And Sean puts the what Brit said kind of in context and realizes that something must be going on on December twenty-fourth, Christmas Eve.
1: Yes, because that's three days from now, apparently um sean taps her on the shoulder and just says a very soft thank you and she just sort of gives this little gratified you're welcome as he (laughs) walks away it was like a very strange little moment they had
0: we go to santa's village in Solvang. okay so saying that word wait it's what
1: it's santa's village at the mall in Solvang. oh (laughs) well so i keep
0: thinking about the halloween episode but I don't think we've recorded it yet. There's a Halloween episode where they go on a roller coaster and they find a body on the roller coaster, but the body's not there anymore.
1: I don't know when that one comes up.
0: But it's the same place. Like, that Halloween town is this Santa village.
1: Oh.
0: Huh. So let's just let's just remember that and then eventually I know we'll see it. Okay, so I said it looks a lot like the Halloween village. Okay. Um... There are so many festivities going around, uh, but ultimately we hear this guy say that you can have pictures that you take with Santa sent to your home address.
1: Okay, so there's a lot of instances of the boys this episode going, what? (laughs) They just do it a lot this episode, and they first, well, they first do it earlier, but right here they they get into the village, they see some reindeer, and they're like, What? (laughs) And then they've got elves, Jane, gingerbread men, and then some like, yeah, some guys being like, yes, just tell us what address and this package or that package and these wallets and that 8x10.
0: Sean and Gus are like, we got to go talk to Santa. So, well, they cut line to interrogate him.
1: He's like, whoa, 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 not here.
0: They go into the back and they see little Brit again. And um, there's a whole bunch of smack talk that goes on between her and Sean. I only got one line of it, which was, you have cooties on
1: your face. Well, he goes, did you steal that video game from a blind kid? Why Basically, would a
0: blind kid be, be in a video game?
1: And that's when he gets all huffy and says the cootie line. And then Gus is like, dude, stop it. He goes, she started it. And Gus goes, you started it.
0: <laughs> She's a little... Um, and then Gus completely cuts him off and stops him from calling her a... Shut your mouth. Um... They ask about the con that's supposed to be going on on the 24th.
1: Yeah, completely give themselves away.
0: <laughs> Dad Santa is like, maybe you guys are too smart for your own good. And then in his super con man reaction, just starts screaming,
1: don't hit me. And, and then he runs. runs. <laughs> so there's like a little chase scene and then they catch up to him and then Brittany starts crying and then he's just like he's like a male soccer player he's just like flailing like oh no I've been <laughs> assaulted
0: they end up being ta- Sean and Gus end up being taken out by the the security at Santa's village in the mall at Solving Solving and Sean sees um that address list that he had heard the guy talking about earlier.
1: Yeah, so he clocks in the computer while they're being escorted out by Ted, the security guy.
0: At the Gusters, the whole family is there, and Joy is in her, like, little nightgown and says goodnight to the guys.
1: And Sean... I just wrote, Sean says you get used to it. Oh, (laughs) haha. Gus is humiliated. Sean says you get used to it, and Gus says, I don't want to. We were just thrown out of Santa's village at the mall.
0: (laughs) Sean feels like they're mocking them and he makes a couple of uh, pop culture references here about Rhett Butler and Ike Turner that we're like not going to repeat because they're not cool but um they decide it's time for bed and fist bump
1: yeah lots of fist bumps and what's this episode I like it so We get Sean after he's gotten ready for bed. He's reading in bed. I don't even see what the book is. I would love to do a deep dive on any books that get shown in this show. But um, he's just like, oh, this is so dumb. And he, like, looks out of his room and he creeps down the hallway and he pauses at Joy's room. And then he's just like, ah, no. And he goes into the bathroom across the hall instead. And then Joy comes out
0: and she sneaks down the hall, room, down the hall and goes into Sean's bedroom.
1: So then Sean flushes the toilet, comes out of the bathroom... Just goes for it and goes into Joy's room, which is now empty.
0: Gus hears all the commotion and comes out and is, like, looking around. And his stripy pajamas. Joy comes out of Sean's room and immediately sees Gus and turns around and goes back into Sean's room.
1: So then Gus turns towards that door and then Sean comes out of Joy's door, sees Gus, goes back in, shuts the door. Gus is like, forget it, I'm going to bed. So then Joy comes out of Sean's room and goes to the bathroom.
0: Sean comes out of Joy's room and goes back to Sean's room.
1: And then Joy goes to her own room. At which point Sean comes back out and then creeps down the stairs thinking Joy went down there.
0: Like literally calling for her. Joy! Joy! Why does he think that she's gone to the basement? Which is where he ultimately ends up.
1: After he makes eye contact with the um, black wise man on the mantle. (laughs) Balthazar. We'll find that out later. Okay. Yeah. I gotta do this. Maybe Sean really is psychic.
0: So I do that at
1: the end of the episode, so thank okay. you for doing it now.
0: This is one of those moments where he ends up creeping down to the basement for for literally no reason. Why would Joy go to the basement?
1: We've never seen the Guster basement.
0: But we end up down there, and conveniently that is when Dad is walking into the house.
1: They confront each other in the basement, and Sean notices some stuff. And he starts to have a vision (laughs) and Keith David as Mr. Guster starts to duck and weave and like try to avoid Sean's psychicness. It's ridiculous.
0: Finally, we find out that that dad was at the movies. Um, He lost his job about a month ago, but he doesn't want everyone to worry because it's Christmas time. So right now he's going to interviews during the day and then spending most of his nights at coffee shops or at the movies, which is where he was tonight.
1: Yeah. And he he's like, I would hate to think that you would betray me. So tell me that I'm right in thinking that this is just between you and me and that lamp over there.
0: <laughs> what What's this line? What the.
1: So you're saying the lawn chair isn't trustworthy. That's
0: it. <laughs> the scene ends. At the psych office, Sean is
1: tired. Gus is doing strategery <laughs> and trying to figure out what, you know, the crime could be and how they can get the jump on the 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 con people since now they've given themselves away as watching for the crime. But Joy is ready for lunch. Sean is like, well, what if we go undercover or, or something like that? And... Um, You know, they don't know it's us and we can snoop around. And Joy goes, I can help.
0: (laughs) She's going to do the sneaking for them. And she ultimately becomes this, like, sexy Mrs.
1: Claus. Oh, yeah. I I guess I didn't get what she was supposed to be being, but she's helping out the Santa Village.
0: Yeah. While they're at the Santa Village, um, Sean looks at Carl's file while they're hiring Joy.
1: And he's fully creeping out the lady hiring Joy. But he sees that Theodore, or Ted, the security guy, is listed as a reference in Carl's file.
0: That's a really good piece of information. Um, But as Joy walks away, Sean checks out her butt.
1: And Gus catches him.
0: He asks him what he's looking at, and Sean said, that's a beautiful wreath. I hear that. (laughs) All right, we get the intel. Carl seems like a cool dude. Carl Santa seems like a... Cool dude. He's a really oh, good Santa.
1: Yeah. After, after Joy's first day, she's like, yeah, he doesn't just ask the kids what they want for Christmas. He's also asking them, like, how they're doing in school, what relatives they're visiting this Christmas.
0: And then Sean has a flashback where he remembers that list of home
1: addresses. So he intuits something. Uh, we'll get to it later. Um, Joy says, are you having a vision right now?
0: And he gets all ruffled. He goes, cold shower, baseball stats, my b- grandmother eating meatloaf. Well, okay, so
1: okay, after she asks about the vision and he gets, like, ruffled, he he says, it's just a, like, a small one, and she makes this, ooh, sound. And that's when he, like, <laughs> he goes into, like, breakdown mode, and Gus is like, what is wrong with you?
0: Carl and Ted, Santa and security guard, are using the details that Carl is getting from the conversation with the kids to know which houses to rob. And they're cross-referencing that against the list that is being collected for the pictures. And once again, Sean looks at Joy's butt.
1: And Gus is like, what are you looking at?
0: I don't remember what this one was.
1: It's like a little tree next to him. He was like, this cute little snowman. And Gus again goes, I hear that.
0: (laughs) They bust into... Santa Village is Santa's Village at the mall at Saberton. I still don't know what it is. Solvang. Solvang. Okay, there was a little so, um, a little <laughs> office reference there.
1: Oh yeah, sorry. I, like I like had a glitch. Um, the SVPD are on the scene at the mall at Solvang,
0: uh, but no one else is.
1: Yeah, it's fully deserted. And Joy goes, "How often are you wrong about these things?"
0: Sean said, no. "Surprisingly, not often." But Lasseter and Juliet are, like, deuces. They're out. And um, Gus makes this comment about the nativity scene and said, as usual, they failed to make one of the wise men black.
1: I thought everybody knew about Balthazar. Okay. Again, I have
0: to point it out. Balthazar was literally the demon. The demon king in um, the show about the three sister witches what prue and Paige and
1: oh um charmed
0: charmed charmed balthazar was the the king demon in charmed and he's also apparently a wise man who found jesus
1: i mean it is an Um, old-timey name
0: yeah okay um sean kind of remembers that balthazar was there but now he's been replaced by a white guy
1: so he goes over and Pokes the new Balthazar's cheek.
0: He falls over, and all three of them scream like little
1: girls. And then last scene, Jules rush back onto the scene.
0: We're not dealing with con artists. We're dealing with murderers. Juliet gets like a really cool line there.
1: So then we're back at the SBPD, and Chief says, All right, Sean... Gus, we really have to be ramping this up now. We want people to feel safe this holiday season.
0: Long story short, Carl's been brought in. Brittany's been put with Child Protective Services. Um, but they can't figure out any link between Carl and the murderer. Between Carl and the and uh, Mostly because <laughs> Carl refuses to talk to anyone except for Sean and Gus.
1: Yeah, and then... I just wrote the boys are in plaid and stripes. Sean has been in squares and stripes. or I saw the boys the squares, have been in yeah. squares and stripes all all episode. Like it's very, it's very happening. Um, but in this one, we're plaid and stripes again. So they're in interrogation with Carl. And he's fully like, look, I'm going to confess to the long con, the whole Santa thing. We were trying to burgle people, but we would never murder. We're nonviolent. Like
0: they didn't hurt people.
1: I wrote Te- oh Sean psychs out about Ted, and that's mm-hmm. where the we comes in.
0: Carl is afraid because whoever killed Ted might be coming after Brittany or him next, and he just doesn't want Brittany back in the system.
1: I'm like, what is that history? Whoops. But
0: um, but Sean said, "Listen, we don't trust you as far as Gus can throw you."
1: And then he gets really weepy while he's explaining like how much he, how strongly he feels about this.
0: And then Gus gets really weepy because that's what Gus does. Sean, Sean
1: can't handle it. He, he's just like, oh, fine. Are there any clues as to whom we should be looking at? They owed a bookie $10,000. I mean, His... $10,000 feels like small change to me, but whatever.
0: Also, dude's name is
1: Frank. And the guy playing him does not look like a Frank, but he says Frank hangs out at two bars, O'Neil's. And the Wild ox. So Sean and Gus have to split up. Figure out which one. Conveniently.
0: Right. Sean is at one of the bars and he finds Frank's and he introduces himself and then asks about Carl and Ted. And
1: he's like, what about those guys?
0: Ted is dead. Frank has essentially no
1: emotions. Yeah, but he didn't know that. Like, he's not shocked. He's not sad. He's like, that happened? And, um...
0: We get the number one rule of bookies
1: here. Well, Sean says it sends a message,
0: doesn't it? No, number one rule: dead men don't pay back debts. Injured men what, do.
1: Yeah, which is what Frank says in response. Also, and
0: Frank's has a, or Frank has an alibi. I don't remember what it was. I mm, don't either. Oh, they were—he was at the bar, and the guy at the bar can vouch for him.
1: Oh, but he's like, and if you'll excuse me, I have a paying customer to deal with you know who it is? It's Mrs. G.
0: Apparently, Mom, Mrs. Guster, made a bet because she knows this really nice guy who has a cousin, who knows someone, who knows someone, who knows someone, who knows Frank. I told you all this before, Frank. And Mrs. G lost all of her Christmas money.
1: It was her first and only bet
0: ever. (laughs) She's like, listen, please don't tell... Mr. Guster, please don't tell anyone about my terrible vice.
1: It's one bet. It's hardly that. It's it's a lapse in judgment, if anything. And he's like, they're going to understand. I psychically can sense that they're going to be fine with this.
0: Which is Which brings us to
1: Christmas morning. What is the cake she is slicing? It looks decadent. I didn't see it. It looked like it was covered in, like, like toffee maple glaze. It was just, like, a beautiful, like, sort of a bunty angel food situation. It was big. It was pretty. I don't know.
0: I like all of the things that you just said, so I'm in. <laughs> the entire Guster family is dressed and pressed for Christmas, um, and Sean, the sleepy head, is rolling out of bed in his PJs, much like the uh, model episode.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So Gus and uh, Joy go to their stockings and they're like, oh no, not the money we insist we don't need. Where's our stocking money? Where's, hey, where's our stocking money? Um, mom is like,
0: I I didn't, I didn't have time for it. Okay, okay, I have to give in. And she tells them about the bookie and how she lost all of the money.
1: And at first, Gus is shocked and...
0: Joy is too. She goes,
1: you know how to find a bookie? And then Mr. Guster goes, Winnie Guster. Placing a bet. And they
0: they all, all cackle. Every one of them is just laughing and all is forgiven.
1: And then Mr. Guster confesses that he was laid off and he doesn't want anyone to worry. He's already got some callbacks for interviews, but he... You know, kept it from them thus far, and he's sorry.
0: Again, everyone's good, and they have this big group hug without Sean.
1: But then Mrs. Guster says, "Oh, Sean, you have to come over here. I owe it to Sean for making me see the error of my ways and helping me trust you all with my secret."
0: And then we find out that the same thing happened with Dad, which led
1: Joy. We love (laughs) Sean.
0: Joy decided it was time for a confession.
1: No, no, it's not Joy. We don't, we don't have anything to share, Joy.
0: <laughs> we had a romantic tryst 10 years ago. Just a little sum-sum.
1: And with your blessing, we'd like to pick up where we left off.
0: Uh, no, there'll be none of that. They are all super mad at Sean to the point where Mrs. Guster goes, my mistake wasn't that bad.
1: And then Mr. Guster instantly goes, was that a dig at me about how my bad mine was? Because that's ridiculous. Yours was hideous. And God don't like ugly.
0: <laughs> Gus is super upset that everybody in the entire family has been lying to him this whole time.
1: Oh, poor Gus. Blah, blah, blah. And then everyone stomps off. Everyone's mad. Everybody splits up. And then Sean
0: has ruined Christmas. what yeah, a surprise. <laughs> We're at Henry's. And um, Henry's getting shrimp.
1: He's being yelled at to get shrimp by a bunch of rowdy people
0: we do not see. Sean comes in, tells them that he ruined Christmas for the Gutsters, and ends up telling Henry about his pseudo-triss with joy.
1: And then, oh, so Henry says, of course he overreacted. Partners, it's, it's like sacred, and that kind of betrayal can be so bad, and you get so mad that things can get ugly.
0: He said, um, when you find out that you've been lied to by your partner, it gets ugly. And that triggers something in Sean's brain. A memory back to when Santa Carl was in interrogation and said that they had been working a long con together and that they were never violent.
1: Yeah, and they scammed people all up and down the coast. There must be another partner. So... We're at the SBPD with Jules, and Sean is so sorry to pull her away from her family on Christmas.
0: Sean admits to her
1: about his
0: love affair with Joy from 10 years ago.
1: Okay, so I have this rapid fire. Are you ready? I'll do it. Okay, so she says, ew, and Sean is like, whoa, 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 don't worry. This is so far before I met you, and she's like why would that matter? And he said, it might. And she says, it doesn't. And he says, it could. And she says, it won't. Anyways.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They're still looking for information and they do find that Carl was involved in an armed robbery 10 years ago. And Ted and Carl flipped on their third partner um, for some reason. And they realized that this guy their third partner was the guy who got knocked unconscious at the brawl at Santa's village in the mall at Syracuse.
1: (laughs) Um, It was 10 years ago. They turned States on the guy. His name was Mon Johnson. She says, and pop culture reference here. She says, I thought that was the name of the black quarterback that replaced Woody Harrelson in Wildcats, but (laughs) (laughs) which if you've never seen Wildcats, it's amazing. It's a Woody Harrelson. I want to say Wesley Snipes and Goldie Hawn movie. Really,
0: that sounds like yeah. a movie I would enjoy. I should probably look that up.
1: Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty good. Dope. Um, so then she says, "No, no, no. That's the guy who got assaulted and sent to the hospital. And the day he was released from the hospital is the te- is, bleh, is the day that Ted's body was found." Sean's like, "You go tell Lassie. I'll go warn Carl. Let's go." The next thing we see is an apartment building. And Santa is milling around the apartment.
0: In comes sneaking a guy who's ready to stab Santa at the fridge and Lassie pulls that gun on him. Ho, as ho, Santa.
1: Ho. <laughs> and then oh, the guy's surrounded. Line. He gets arrested. Oh, what's the line?
0: I think you made the naughty
1: list. Oh <laughs> god. No wonder I didn't write it down. <laughs> um I just wrote, "Yay, Carl is saved." Britt hugs Sean, um, and Jules and is so touched. Swipes his wallet. Yeah, Jules is so touched, and then he's like, "Give it back."
0: <laughs> Juliet takes Brittany away, and Sean gives Carl some some. I'm gonna call it Henry advice.
1: Yeah, it's a little bit of tough love, good wisdom.
0: Uh, he's not a dad because he thinks children are sticky. True. But ultimately, the wisdom is Brittany is a smart kid and you are teaching her some habits that are probably not good habits for her to have the rest of your life. You might want to reconsider that.
1: And then Carl is like taking it to heart and then he attempts to hug Sean. I'm a grown man. And Sean's like, yeah, sir, excuse you. But then again, he has to ask for his wallet back.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Once a con man, always a con man. (laughs) Jam. Okay, so Sean uh is back at the Gusters, knocking on the door, and Guster answers, laughing his head off and immediately stops laughing when he sees Sean.
1: He's wearing green Argyle and he says, and what do you want?
0: Sean does this like half trying to maybe apology and Gus goes, Okay, you're forgiven.
1: Yeah. Sean literally goes, I feel uh Gus goes, good enough. (laughs) So everyone is, like, so happy, like, barely able to eat their Christmas dinner laughing at each other.
0: This is not the first time that the Gusters have been mad at each other, and it won't be the last, but they have a rule in the house. You can be as mad as you want as long as you use the same amount of energy working it out. Also, it took a lot of energy for them to work out getting over Sean and Joy's secret.
1: Yeah, so, you know, Sean can be here and he's welcome in the home. But the sleeping arrangements aren't going to work out. Um, what, what, is, what is he saying? You,
0: you don't have to go home, but you have to get the hell out of here.
1: Merry Christmas! And everyone says Merry Christmas to each other.
0: Our, our final scene, because we have a Christmas tradition with Sean and Henry. Sean enters Henry's house.
1: With and Henry's now alone.
0: All of the lodge buddies left because... Henry said something about one of the buddy's friend, buddy's wives being hippie, and then they broke into two, two tents. There was the hippie tent and the non-hippie tent, and it was
1: time for them to go. I think it was a, a, a ploy. I think he wanted everyone out of his house. I'm sure. Um. So okay, this scene makes me go. Sean is actually psychic. Uh, how does he? How can he know all of those things? Like it's so often. And I feel like I'm shouting, so often he's playing chess while everyone else is playing checkers, but there's only so much you can infer. And I know that it's like a TV show, but if someone were to get all of these details exactly right, they would not be an ordinary human.
0: Or they would be a really, really good cheater,
1: which we know Sean is. Yeah, but if it's not on camera, it didn't happen.
0: (laughs) (laughs) To that point, um, Henry pulls out a gift, and Sean pulls out a matching one.
1: Yeah, and then Henry's like, I knew you'd figure stuff out, so that was a decoy. And he lifts the box lid to reveal another wrapped gift. And Sean
0: lifts his box lid to pull out an identically wrapped gift.
1: And he's like, ho ho ho, you think you had me, but... This isn't the real one either. And then he pulls out a completely separate gift from somewhere else. And
0: then Sean pulls out a completely separate gift from somewhere else. Again, identical.
1: And Henry says, if you got me the same iPhone I got you, and hands it over.
0: Sean opens up his gift. It is, in fact, an iPhone. And he said, oh, no, Dad, I didn't buy you an iPhone. I bought you the psych iPhone skin. But you don't have an iPhone.
1: So I guess I'll just take that.
0: I'll just use that for my new iPhone.
1: Sean leaves the scene and we're guessing Henry's house and I said, wait, where's Henry's gift? I'm so sad now.
0: In the last in the last episode, Henry didn't get a gift. Oh no, he did. He got a he got a snow globe. Yeah in the last Christmas episode. I was thinking about the actual exchange where the gift that Henry got was the note that said the what? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, where's the real gift? I'll, like, I wrote, poor Henry, we're a gift. Also, Sean is psychic. Hmm. 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 Mm. Okay. <laughs> eh. I, I don't think
0: I can give you this one. I, I'll take the, I'll take it earlier, but I, I know that Sean's a cheater. And he, he obviously But how has, he cheats that
1: good? The details.
0: Well, he's got a key to Henry's house. He knows how he can get in. Hmm. He's he's really, really good at finding things and sneaking and uh, all of the lodge buddies were there. Maybe he had a, a friend help him. I don't know. I feel like there is a way to do that.
1: Not on camera. It's not on camera. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. What, the, the, the fight's not over. I'm not done. Yeah, no, I,
0: I'm 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 <laughs> actually coming to your camp a little bit. But this one, this one is in it for me. <laughs> OK, fair. Gotta love a Christmas episode. I love. I love the Christmas opening credits. It's not my favorite opening credits, but I love it.
1: Yeah, they were they were really um, extra this this year for the Christmas episode. And I I mean, when people are hearing us do this, like this this aired November twenty eighth of two thousand and eight, so it was the Christmas or it was the holiday season, mm-hmm. you know. But they're gonna be listening to this in the springtime when we finally <laughs> put it out. So. Happy re- re-Christmas, everyone. Yeah. yeah. Again. I like that. <laughs> this
0: episode is another one of those episodes that doesn't really push the plot of the series along, but is still just, like,
1: good. Like, it's a
0: solid episode.
1: Yeah, I feel like um, holiday episodes are just, like, a given in a, in a uh, scripted comedy or, mm-hmm. you know, scripted television show. Love to see it.
0: We did get a pineapple this episode, although we did not get Buzz. Oh, that's true. We didn't get Buzz. A little tiny bit of Henry, little tiny bit of Chief Vic, and a little tiny bit of Lassiter. I think we only see
1: him in, like, two scenes. Uh, Jules doesn't get to do that much either.
0: Yeah. Um, but the story is, is truly about Christmas joy.
1: <laughs> joy, only here for Christmas, and she wants to mack on Sean.
0: Yep. Again, don't blame her, but... Uh, I don't think we see Joy again, though.
1: Yeah, I don't recall.
0: They make a big point to point out that she's rarely around, so. Yeah. (sighs) So, I'm, uh, oh wait, do we have anything else to talk about? I don't know. We got a lot
1: of fist bumps. We got a lot of what?
0: (gasps) Love it. I'm Alexis. You know I can't handle it when a grown man cries. I'm a sympathetic crier.
1: And I'm Kaylee. We just saved Christmas. What? And this has been To the, the Blueberry! blueberry. Psych up.